Welcome to episode 57 of Take of a Tea. Today we are doing a solo episode because I did have a guest lined up. I had one lined up, uh, but the problem is that he has a real job, and when you have a real job, sometimes you have to work extra shifts. So I think it was on, wouldn't have been yesterday. Yesterday I went to work. Would have been Tuesday. Uh, yes, today is Thursday. So it would have been Tuesday. We had a... Our plan to record at 9.30 p.m. my time. About an hour and a half beforehand, he was like, I, I literally just got called into work to do an extra shift. I was like, okay, that's fine. We can do it later. So if you're, if you're curious, the guest was going to be the real geek. So at this stage, actually, did my, actually does my web browser work? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, I, sh I, sh I should have fixed this up before I started the recording. Uh, nope. Okay, we'll fix that. So... I'm going to show you his channel. Basically, he does various, you know, Linuxy videos like I do because, you know, that's the sort of guests that seem to do relatively well on the channel. Uh, there we go. And there we go. We'll bring it up without me doxing anyone. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he does generic sort of Linuxy videos. Uh, generic makes it sound kind of bad. Um, he does Linuxy videos. Mainly the sort of discussion he's uh, the discussion-y topics rather than, hey, I'm going to look at, I don't know, uh, YTFZF or whatever other nonsense that I look at on my channel. Um, there we go. TRG, the real geek. Here is his channel. Uh, he did a, a really good video recently as well. Go to this one. The true nature of a nerd. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I'm in it, but... It is a good video. Also, Christian is in it, and that's a good enough reason to watch it anyway. Uh, he took a clip from last week's? Week before. The week before when I had Christian on the episode, he took a clip from that. Uh, no, I'm not going to swear. He took, he took a clip from that episode of the podcast and decided to make a video sort of centered around it, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Uh, yeah, so go check that out, and besides that, he's got some other really good videos as well. As I said, they're mainly discussion-y ones. They're not all Linux-related. Sometimes they're more, like, general tech, like you've got some stuff in here about telemetry or ad breaks on YouTube, things like that, but I I'd say it's a really good channel. And if you like really long-form content, might be a good channel to check out because he's got plenty of videos that are, like, in the 20-30 minute range, so yeah. Um, I have tea here. It's, it's still, I, you know, I should just put cold water in my tea. Like, not, not enough to make it, like, iced tea, but cold enough that I could just drink it at the start. Here you go, here's some, here's some, uh, tea AS, oh god, here's a bit of tea ASMR, ASMR, SMAR, yes, exactly, Brody, that's how you speak. <laughs> uh, I didn't really do a ton of stuff today, so, you, so I actually sort of, like, shifted around my schedule, where now I... Monday, I usually try to get my thumbnails done, and I try to plan out a couple of videos. Then Tuesday, Wednesday is when I'm mainly doing my recording. Okay, it's just it's just cool enough to drink. Um, then Thursday, uh, anything I don't get planned on the Monday, I usually try to like pick up on on the Thursday. And I think I got, like, three videos planned or four videos planned. I don't remember. I already had four planned on Monday, though, and I only need to plan six a week. Any more than six, and I sort of start adding into my backlog. And <laughs> that that actually takes me into something. It wasn't on my list, but that takes me into something. So 
I have done a video on JG Menu. I don't know if it's going to be out by the time this comes out. It might be. I don't know. We'll work that out when I upload this. Um, JG Menu is a very complicated application. And I planned that video like two weeks in advance. Now, for things like G-Ping, G-Ping is a Rust replacement for Ping. It's fine for that. But when it's something really complex where the syntax actually matters, uh, planning it two weeks in advance, not a good idea. I had to basically replan that video as I was actually planning it out because my other problem is I'm kind of bad at taking notes. I should be better at this point. I've kind of tried to get better over time, but this video just had exceptionally bad notes. So I had to do way more extra work just to get this, this video to a state where I could actually record it. I think it took almost twice as long as it was as it was supposed to, so yeah, I'm gonna have to rethink how I do that. I'm trying to not keep my backlog as large because I think I had, I think I had 16 things in my backlog, which is almost three, uh, three weeks worth of videos because six weeks, so three would be 18, almost three weeks. And yeah, it for some videos it's fine. That one it wasn't, or if it's something that's you know. Maybe it's more like a something I just think about, like maybe I've got one planned about botnets, for example, something like that, where the specific content isn't super important. The content is just there to basically keep me in some general sort of flow, I think would be the best way to describe it. But the exact talking points don't 100% matter. I, I, I did one on um library TV being retired, which is actually the one that's coming out... Tomorrow, as the recording of this, six days ago, as the time, as of the time you'll hear this, if you're watching it on YouTube, five, four days ago, if you watch it on Library, and basically, oh, I guess Odyssey now because the Library TV website is this room echoey than it normally is. Give me one second. I I think I know why. I left my closet open, and when I do that, I notice the audio is really shit. I'm going to keep talking as I do this. I could just stop talking because this isn't recorded live, but that would be no fun. And this is this is more amusing like this. The, the audio listeners have no idea what's going on right now, but um, anyone who's watching the, the video version just got to see something really dumb happen. <laughs> I am a professional. I think I've just been live streaming too much that so I just want to turn... I need some WD-40. I just want to turn the um, the podcast into a live stream. Honestly, some people have asked me to do that. It's just that the problem with a live stream is that I am Australian and most of my guests are like American and European. So having a consistent schedule for that would be very, very difficult because usually um, with the Americans, I'll record at like 10 in the morning my time. Which ends up being around um, 5, 6 p.m. Uh, 5, 6 p.m. if you go back. Yeah, it's 5, 6 p.m. the previous day, which is usually fine. With the Europeans, though, I'm usually recording at like 9 p.m. Hex DSL was an exception. Hex DSL I recorded at 4 in the morning, which is why I looked very tired in that episode, because I was very tired in that episode. But. Besides that one, usually it's 9.30 or so p.m., which ends up, I think, if we go GMT, let's just go GMT0, I think, what would that be? 
How does time zones work? Uh, 10 a.m.? I think 10 a.m. Yeah, because it would have been 11 a.m. for the real gig. And Denmark is in GMT plus one. So if we go minus one, that makes 10 a.m. Or is it 11? I'm going to go 10 a.m. Yeah, because we... Because it was going to be 9.30 for me, and we have half-hour time, in, in uh, half time zones in Australia because our country is really dumb. If you didn't know, Australia has half-hour time zones. I'm going to show you this. Uh, Australia time zone. Here we go. Time zone map. Give me a map. Here's my favorite picture on the internet. Uh, here we go. So for any of the audio listeners, what we're seeing right now is Western Australia is... Uh, GMT plus 8, Northern Territory, which is the place directly above my state, is plus 9.30. Then my state observes Daylight Savings Time, but Northern Territory doesn't. So my state is either plus 9.30 or plus 10.30. Why is it half hour? Don't question it. Um, right now we're in plus 10.30. Then if we go up to Queensland, Queensland is plus 10 and uh, Queensland also doesn't observe daylight savings. But then we go over to, say, New South Wales and Victoria and Tasmania, and they're plus 10 or plus 11, and they also observe daylight savings. Why does our country not universally observe daylight savings? I don't know. Why are there half-hour time zones? I also don't know. I don't have an answer for you, and don't think we'll ever have an answer. Because Australia's time zones are kind of fucked. I think that was the longest time I've gone an episode of Take of a Tea by myself without swearing. <laughs> <clears throat> when I eventually get Lunduke on the show, when he bothers to respond to his emails, uh, then then I guess that episode there'll be no swearing either. I do have it, like, he, he, I was talking to him on Discord. He said he wants to do it. Unless this person has been an elaborate troll pretending to be Lunduke for the past three months, uh, then Lunduke is in this Discord server, and he's just not looking at his emails. <laughs> One day I'll get Lunduk on the show. Especially, like, I, I really do want to get him on the show after... After that really, really good video he did on, um, Richard Stallman. Uh, are we getting to Richard Stallman this quickly? I guess we are. So, if you're somehow very, very out of the loop in the FOSS community, Richard Stallman, uh, Richard Math Matthew? Is that his middle name? Matthew? I think it's Matthew. RMS. The M, the M stands for something. I think it's Matthew. Could be Martin... I don't know. Someone correct me. I could just Google it right now. Uh, Richard Stallman. What is Richard Stallman's middle name? It is Matthew. I was correct the first time. Cool. I don't know where I got Martin from. Anyway, um, he is now... Oh, oh, actually, we'll stop from there. He was ejected from the free, uh, the free Software Foundation after some comments that came to light. They didn't really come to light. Everyone already knew they'd been made about 18 or so years ago, plus some comments he made, I think it would have been 2019, um, September 2019 was when he was ejected, so a little bit earlier than that, that he made about Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Marvin Min Minsky. I, I said that name wrong every single time. I always try to say Mimpsky. It's Minsky, I think. Pretty sure it's Minsky. Anyway, uh, some comments he made about them. There was a big campaign to get uh, RMS removed from the FSF. They succeeded. Now, in 2021, he is back on the board of directors. He is not the president, at least at this stage. 
He is not the president, but that may happen at some point. I don't know. I've heard some mutterings from people. Um, and because he's back, there is now this open letter here that I'm going to show you. I don't think I can read the words because, you know, YouTube would get very angry if I said some of these words. But basically, uh, it's, uh, it, it's basically just slander. Actually, we can say some things here. So apparently he is misogynistic, ableist, and transphobic. And there, are, there is an appendix here that has a, uh, a list of all of the things that he said. And while I don't agree with a single thing the man has said, if you take it from the perspective that Richard Stallman has never been the sort of person who cares about like mincing words to protect someone's feelings and just take it from that perspective... Nothing that he said was that bad. He wasn't calling for anything to happen. He was just sharing his opinion. And, you know, sharing your opinion is not allowed anymore. Um, so, we have this open letter here that is trying to basically make the FSF reconsider their decision. Not just reconsider their decision, okay? That would be one thing. And just, you know, firing RMS, that's, that's fine. It's not fine, but that's at least something that makes relative sense if we're going with the logic that somehow removing RMS from the FSF makes sense. The part that doesn't make sense, though, is the fact they also want the board of directors to basically fire themselves. They want the entire board of directors, you know, that board of directors that also has the president of the FSF on it, they want all of them to resign. I don't think they're calling to have them replaced, just resign. So basically what they're calling for is the dispansion of the FSF, which is just like 200 IQ big brain thinking. Uh, there is this open letter. How many signatures does it have at this point? 1979. Okay. So we have this open letter here. After this, then the open source initiative, <laughs> the open source initiative also released a statement. You know, that open source initiative that actively hate, they don't actively hate, they actively distance themselves from free software and basically only use the word free software when it's somehow going to benefit them. Uh, they also released a statement basically saying, we at the open source software or open source initiative, we don't like Richard Stallman. It's like, yes, because you're the open source initiative and you don't like the FSF. What do you want about? Of course. The, the business-oriented open-source initiative doesn't like the FSF. Crazy. Who would have thought? Um, then after that, we actually have another open letter. So this one is the open letter in support of RMS. I'm actually doing it, or I'm planning to do a video on this very soon. Um, here we go. And this one basically says pretty much that uh, the FSF should reconsider removing uh, Stallman. Not because they haven't actually removed him yet. Basically, they're saying, actually look at the situation like a group of adults. There's no reason just to remove him because people are creating an angry mob telling you to remove him. That's pretty much their mentality here, and that you should look through Stallman's statements through the lens of understanding who Stallman as a person actually is, and that nothing is really out of the ordinary for him. These are all 
fairly normal Storm and statements, whether you agree with them or not, these nothing that he said is really out of character for him. And if you're fine with him for all of this time, there's no reason to really change your opinion on him when it, yeah, I, I'm, words, words are hard. Pretty much just approach the situation like an adult, look at Stallman as a person and take the words with basically a grain of salt. And this one, how many signatures does it have? This one has 1385. And there is a lot of Russian signatures on here, basically because it got shared on Russian social media. And that means that now there are people creating issues on the GitHub page, pretty much just saying that uh, a lot of the signatures are from Russian bots. Because Russian bots uh, are very, very important to bringing Stallman back to the FSF or something. The Russian government is uh, very concerned with who leads the FSF. That is a very important... Uh, <laughs> very important matter for Russia. I can't even take it seriously. Um, yeah, this one is lagging behind the signatures, but from what I've seen, it seems to have more pull requests coming in for signatures, so it's sort of catching up. Um, also, this one actually has a uh, Chinese translation as well, which is cool. The other one doesn't. This is That makes this one more inclusive. So, Unless everything just suddenly changes, I will be doing a follow-up video where I do talk about these different letters that do come out. But the big thing that's sort of happened is that um, the FSF actually has sort of announced they are changing how they... Uh, what it says here. The preliminary board statement on FSF government. On Wednesday, the FSF board of directors... Oh, committed to a series of changes related to organizational governance and the appointment of members to its board of directors. Basically, what they're going to be doing is making the, uh, I guess, appointment process for the board of directors far more transparent and show you how people get selected. And that that's what transparent means, Brody. Uh, they will go through the existing board members, making sure they are a good fit for the FSF. I don't know what this actually means going forward, whether that means that... RMS will be removed, whether that means anyone else will be removed, but I feel like the fact that they were willing to bring RMS back, even after the initial statements that were made, leads me to believe that they're not just going to remove him again for the exact same things. Like, with the open, the, the open letter against RMS, there is no new information being shown. It's the exact same stuff that was mentioned back in 2019. It's not like RMS was in some new scandal that you know, people are suddenly outraged about now. No, no, nothing new is being added. It is literally point by point the exact same information. The open letter I mentioned before literally links to an article from when he was, uh, when he was removed back in 2019. There is nothing new being said here. It's just the exact same old arguments basically trying to be used again when that doesn't make any sense. And I really do hope the FSF just stands their ground and like, okay, we removed him once for these reasons, and now we don't think it makes sense at, at this point. I just realized the cable is being um crushed by my, my microphone. Now that we've brought him back, we're not going to remove him for the, 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 the same reason. Jesus Christ, I cannot speak. <laughs> at least that's what I hope. Um... I don't know what's going to happen, though. I, I have literally no idea. I don't have any any 
contacts inside of the FSF, so I basically know about as much as about as much about this as yeah, about as much about this as you do. Yes, that's how sentences work. Um, I don't know why I just showed you my mastodon. Here's my mastodon. <laughs> I'm a professional. <sighs> Moving on from that, because otherwise. I'll, I'll probably just start talking in circles about how dumb I think trying to remove Stormin is again. Um, let's talk about the Discord Microsoft deal, or supposed deal that's going to happen. So if you're somehow out of the loop, maybe it's completely changed by the time this comes out. Maybe Microsoft doesn't actually go and do this. Um, our favorite company of the internet, the one and only Microsoft, is in talks, apparently, to acquire Discord. So here we go from, let's, who do you want to go with? IT News, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, Bloomberg, or The Verge? Uh, let's go with The Verge. They've got a pretty website, even if their articles are generally awful. Uh, Discord was apparently valued at $7 billion. Jesus, okay. That's, uh, that's news to me. This is a really cool background, though. I, I do like this. Oh, it's actually made in-house. That's awesome. Uh, Alex Castro, that is a cool picture. Yeah. Let's find if the article is just as cool. So, Microsoft is in discussion with Discord to acquire the gaming-focused chat software for more than $10 billion, according to sources talking to Bloomberg. Maybe we should have gone with the Bloomberg article then. Uh... VentureBeat reported earlier today that Discord was exploring a $10 billion plus sale after multiple potential buyers expect expressed interest and that it had signed an exclusive acquisition with one party, suggesting a deal could be close. Apparently, Epic Games and Amazon were both trying... or they've, they've both held discussions with, uh, with Discord in the past. I could see Amazon getting involved in that if Microsoft doesn't. Epic Games also makes a lot of sense, but Amazon makes a lot of sense because of their acquisition of Twitch a couple of years ago. If they didn't already own Twitch, I would have said that Amazon purchasing Discord would make absolutely no sense. But the fact they do own Twitch, even if Twitch isn't much of a moneymaker, still does make sense. Because what Amazon would do because this is what Amazon does, is they buy up companies and then merge all of their memberships together. So if you have um, a membership on Twitch, that's a Prime membership. So if you then had uh, Discord Nitro and they own Discord, that would then be a Prime membership. Basically, it's just to get people to shop on Amazon. That's why Amazon buys everyone. Epic Games also makes sense because, you know, Discord gamers, Epic Games gamers, makes sense. Um, Discord has about 140 million monthly users and made $130 million of revenue. Jesus Christ. Most of that money, I can't imagine most of that comes from Discord Nitro. Because that would be, maybe there is 13 million Nitro users. I have, I don't know. I, I don't know if there are numbers on that. Um... Apparently, that's how they make money, but I have a feeling that they probably sell your data as well. Do they really... Okay, I have to find this out. Do they actually... Ha Wait, that's not how that works, would it? Because it's $10 a month. So, it would actually be 1 million Nitro users. Okay, that one... That... Or a bit over 1 million. I could see 1 million. 
one or I think like one point one ish or so. That that seems more reasonable. Because if it was ten million, that would be a hard sell for me. But I could see this. And if um if Amazon was to acquire them, then that would very much encourage people to actually get Nitro because you know Prime and all that. Now Microsoft is an interesting one. I don't know. Obviously Microsoft. Like Xbox and all that, but I don't know what Microsoft would want Discord for because when they had Mixer, they basically just that didn't last for very long. If they were still running Mixer, that would make a lot of sense, but I don't really know why Microsoft would be interested in owning Discord at this stage. I guess, well, they do own Skype and Teams. A couple of guys in my Discord were talking about this. That's really the only thing that makes sense. If they want to, like, migrate all of them together or something like that? I, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe bring, like, my, uh, bring Teams and, um, and Skype into, like, the same sort of thing. Well, Skype doesn't make sense because they, they already own Teams and Skype and they don't bring them together. But I could see Teams and Discord coming together because they are sort of, like, the same, the same general structure. But apart from that, I don't really see it making much sense. Hmm. I know if I'm wrong, and maybe maybe Microsoft trying to purchase Discord actually does make a ton of sense, and I'm just missing it. Maybe something to do with Xbox or something, or actually no, Microsoft is in the um the business of selling games on Windows 10, aren't they? Because they've got the the Microsoft Store. I guess you could have some integration between the Microsoft Store and Discord. That that would make sense, wouldn't it? But, hmm. They could also treat it like, um, like GitHub, though, where they basically just don't really do much with it. They just let them keep going and just basically cut revenue off the top of them. That could also just be the case. Um, I, I could see that as well. Well, they, okay, no, that actually does make sense as well, because they they did try to purchase TikTok, um, and Pinterest, and Pinterest apparently. So it might just be they just want to buy shit so they can just make money from it. They don't really want to do anything with it. They just want to they just want to own stuff so they can be like, yes, that is ours. We own everything. Give us money. No matter where you go, you're always going to give Microsoft money. That yeah, that could be it as well. Or, here we go, encouraging Game Pass. Yeah. And aren't they doing... Are they still doing a streaming... Like, a game streaming thing? Give me one second. I'm going to find out. Microsoft... I know Google's got their Stadia that works at some point. <laughs> uh, Microsoft Game Streaming. Are they... I know they've done it, like, two or three times. Cloud Gaming Beta with Xbox... Xbox Game Pass. So yeah, that could be like some integration between Game Pass and Discord they want to do. That would make a lot of sense. Maybe like something sharing your games with people on Discord or some I don't know. I don't know what they could be doing with this, but the 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 most likely thing is they'll just buy it and do nothing with it because, you know, Microsoft but ultimately, it's still going to be Discord. Like, there's some people who are freaking out. Like, oh my god, Microsoft is buying Discord? The world is ending. It's just like, it's still Discord. It's still stealing all your data. 
Like, nothing's going to change. It's just that now Microsoft also steals your data as well. Oh. But I can see why some people would freak out. They just have no interest in getting involved with Microsoft at all. If the other uh, sale does go through, I wonder if the uh, the user base of Gilded will go up. Uh, if you don't know what Gilded is, Gilded is basically if you take Discord and then actually make it for gamers. Um, where is it? There's apparently also a charity called Gilded. That's not the one I'm looking for. This one. Basically, it actually has like more gamery features in it. Um, yeah, it, it, Discord. Discord at this point is basically just just Slack with a skin. Um, but it, this looks very Discordy for a reason because Discord does have a good layout. But there's threads in here. Why does Discord not have threads? Like, and here you go. You can like do calendar stuff because you want to set up, you know, raids in WoW or whatever you want to do, or maybe you want to have like some esports training like all of this stuff is really cool stuff that would be very useful or something organize your server with group okay no that you can already do <laughs> that's a that's a thing you can already do anyway um but there are some nice features in here that does that do actually make it stand out from discord it's still proprietary so regardless it's it's basically the same but i could see people actually moving over to this. I don't see any of the free software guys moving over if um if Microsoft does purchase Discord because it it's still Discord it's still Discord. <laughs> it's still proprietary. Um maybe they'll just get ultimately sick of uh of Discord and finally start pushing money into Matrix and Matrix will finally become decent. It's getting better. It's certainly getting better, but yeah, that that's that's pretty much where it's at. It's getting better. It's still in the works for doing um they're not communities? No, communities is what we have right now. Uh there's a replacement for communities. So basically communities are like a folder for channels. And that's about it. You can't do things like community-wide moderation. So if you have someone who you want to ban from your entire community, you have to go and ban them from each individual channel one by one, which is Mm, a massive pain in the ass because Matrix is sort of built around the, the like more IRC model where you have one chat room and that's all you have. But I'm I'm very much liking the way Discord does it. Discord has seriously improved on the way that people do text chat. IRC, it, it it's great. It's great and all, but we're not in the 90s anymore and having like split up chats is actually really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you just like it's it's all well and good if you want to have like say something focused on linux and something focused on anime for example this is well it's pretty much the same sort of irc model it's just more grouped together you know that all of these things are actually related without having to sort of guess they are that's that's the model that i think makes a lot more sense and i think people are very much used to that nowadays as well and I can't see anyone going back to things like um, team team chat. Is that the not team, is it called team chat? There's like some old voice chat clients people used to use. Mumble's another one that people talk about occasionally. Um, yeah, no one's going back to those, and especially no one's going back to Skype. Skype is a 
I've had to use Skype once relatively recently, and it was cool. Cool, it was a shit show. <laughs> it was an absolute shit show, and I don't recommend anyone going back and doing that. Uh, but hey, maybe Matrix will get better. I maybe. I hope. I have my. I have my hope. Um, I've done a few videos on Matrix. They never really do that well because no one actually uses Matrix. <laughs> but uh, the bridging is nice. A lot of people talk about the bridge. A lot of the like hardcore Matrix guys talk about the bridging as being a problem. But I do like the fact the bridging is there. If you want something that is private, go into an encrypted room because bridges cannot work with that. Because there's no point to bridge an encrypted room because Discord isn't encrypted. So you're basically encrypting the traffic on Matrix and then unencrypting it to send it to Discord, effectively breaking your encryption. So. Yeah, as long as you, you, it, yeah, I think I've got one, um, one, one encrypted room. I think there's one encrypted room in my community. So if you want to go hang out there and say, I don't know, bad things about the Chinese government or something, you can go do that or something. I don't know. Um, you can actually, you can do that in my general chat. I don't really care. I don't care if we get banned in China. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think I have any viewers in China, actually. Maybe, maybe I do. I don't know. I've got a lot in India. Especially, if you come to my live streams if you want to see how many Indian people are following my channel. There is a uh, surprising lot of them. I think it's third biggest... Third biggest demographic? Yeah, I'm going to check right now. I'm pretty sure. I know US is the top, which makes sense because, you know, I upload US time and it's Linux stuff, and Linux stuff tends to be popular in, um, in the US anyway. Popular relative to Linux, not popular in general. Oh my god. Uh, my ma my metrics are doing mental stuff right now. I've just broken another record. Um, biggest region. So, top one is United States at 19.8%. Second is Germany. I want to find out when... I'll find out in a second when my time is relative to Germany. Then India is 6.1. We're going to find out right now. So, timeanddate.com. I know I could do this on my terminal. I should write a Python script that makes the uh the, the CLI tool I was going to use easier. That's just time. Um, I put 6.30 in the morning. India. Let's say New Delhi. 1.30 a.m. People in India just not sleep. Okay. Um, and what's the other one? Germany. 9 p.m. Aha. Aha. People in... Why? And, and then San Francisco... Okay, I got my time completely wrong, apparently. Apparently it's 1pm in San Francisco, so maybe it wasn't as late as I thought. Um, maybe I should... I've, I've considered pushing my uploads later, and I did push them back... Or did push them forward um, once in the past. I might do it again. I don't know. Everything's going really well right now, so I sort of don't want to touch stuff until, uh, until the metrics sort of sort of change again. Let me show you something, okay? Uh, is there anything I can dox myself with here? No. Okay, here we go. So, here is, like, the normal level my channel is at. Like, okay, this is a kind of a high one, but usually it's around, like, 6k views a day. Lately, it's been hitting about 7k views a day. We go to 90 days, actually. 
you can't even see the entire thing. There we go. Now you can. Um, so as you can see, we go 90 days. The highest peak in the past 90 days is 7,200. And then as of Saturday, March 20th, we hit a new record. This isn't just like a new record for like recently. Let's go three. No, we'll go all time. All time is even better. Here we go. <laughs> so this, this peak right in here on the, uh, on January 25th, that is when I got my shout out from Luke. And for the longest time, that was like a big milestone of been trying to break with the channel. I was like, I need to surpass 6,000 views in a day. And I finally did it. I think it was a couple of months, a uh, couple of months back, actually. Let's go to 365 days. Would have been like, actually, no, fairly recently. It would have been here. So November 23rd, that was when I finally broke 6K views. That was a very exciting day. Um, but I hadn't broken it properly for a while after that. Then December, December's always crazy because, uh, December, <laughs> Christmas is always really high for views, really high for monetization, basically really high for everything related to online content. And then for a while I hadn't hit that again. So I was like, okay, yeah, the December's obviously going to peak, but we'll see how long it takes to get back to that. And then, then the last week happened and it's like, oh yeah. So we break a record. Cool. Then we sit there. We don't go back down to where we were. And then we break another record. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I'm I'm kind of thinking I might pass 10k views in a day. Which will be insane. Because up until recently, I've sort of been getting about a thousand or so views every, uh, every day. Four, so every 48 hours so youtube shows it by 48 hours because reasons um every 48 hours getting about a thousand views less than the number of subs i have or maybe two thousand but now we we're like over like way over the uh the sub count we're at what are we at 16185 views right now and my subs are at 14781 which is awesome um because i want to hit 15k before my birthday and that's as of the recording of this it is the 25th of march and my birthday is the 9th of april so as long as we're doing i think at, what are we at we're 220 away from 5k so how many day how many days are in march 30 days has september april june so there's 31 days in march yeah so there's 15 days so 220 divided by 15 That'll be... Like, I'm going to hit it. There's no way I don't hit it. Um, 14.6. And I usually average on a bad day. On a bad day, it, it's usually like 20. There was this one day in here where I got 7. But I think that it counted the, uh, the subs wrong. And didn't count any that day. And then just merged them all into the following day. Because reasons. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to hit it. I'm just very excited for it to happen. I would like it to be just before my birthday. That would be really, really cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I didn't think I would be at 15k this quickly. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I didn't think it would happen this quickly. I had initially thought, like, before the shout-out I got last year, I thought it would have... I wouldn't have got... Uh, before the shout-out happened... 
my goal was 4K by the end of that year. And now I don't know what's going to happen, especially with these the recent changes to my analytics, because I, I know well, I know what's caused it. I know the, the after effect of what's causing. I don't know exactly what I've done to make the after effect happen. The thing that's caused the massive growth in views is the fact that I'm hitting YouTube home and YouTube home is where most people watch videos from because the sub boxes are broken. Um, but by YouTube home, I, I mean the YouTube homepage. That's where most people tend to watch content from. And I'm getting pushed to a lot of new channels right now. That's what's causing it. I don't know what I did to cause it though. So once it stops, I don't know how to <laughs> how to make it start again. Maybe it's just the fact that there's um I don't know, maybe it's just the fact that I'm really the only only big channel at this point like big relative to Linux once again. The only big channel at this point that's actually doing these software videos like big Linux channels doing these software videos, like all of the others have sort of shifted. Mental Outlaw, to his credit, is doing some really good videos, but he's mainly focusing on um, crypto and the internet right now. Uh, DT has gone back to his roots and is doing a lot of distro stuff. Uh, once again, a lot of respect for the content he's doing. Luke doesn't upload videos <laughs> when he does it's usually some like random rant which i think is where he should be um th i think there's like one or two other channels around my size that are doing the same sort of content and they're all really good old tech bloke is one of them old tech bloke i'm pretty sure is doing uh similar content i'm gonna check right now just so i'm not saying the wrong person uh, yes, old tech bloke is someone doing it, but he's also, he's only got 142 videos. He also just doesn't upload very often. So the fact that I upload more sort of gives me more opportunities to be in the algorithm. If he uploaded as much as I did, because he, his views are pretty much per video as good or in a lot of cases actually better than mine. He just uploads maybe once or I think it's. It looks like once a week. Yeah, that's what it looks like here. Probably because he has a real job and he's actually busy. <laughs> but if he uploaded more, he probably would be killing my channel right now. I don't know, maybe maybe the uploading more is hurting what I'm doing. I, I've thought about it before. Some people have mentioned that. Like, you upload too many videos, I just don't watch all of them. Whereas my thought pattern is I upload a lot, and even if you don't watch them, someone else will. And if I upload more videos, then I have, like, a wider range of topics that I'm actually able to hit. And I, actually, that might also be contributing to a contributing to... Contributory, contributing is what I'm trying to say, Brody. Contributing to it... Um. That the fact that I'm not just doing only software stuff right now, I'm trying out a lot of other stuff. Like I want to do, I want to do a lot more of the the discussiony topics because as much as I love the software videos, there's also a lot of just general things I want to talk about, like library TV retiring or the changes to Odyssey or Richard Stallman coming back or I don't know the importance of like OEM sales to the growth of Linux, things like that. All of those things I want to talk about as well, but just doing the uh, the the software content isn't going to let me do that. So I'm I think I'm I'm doing a bit more of a mix now, where 
you just heard goddamn Mastodon making noise. Close that. It was just someone favoriting a thing. Um, what was it saying? Right? Um, this is the problem with not having a guest here. Now I forget stuff. I've gone back like 20 minutes. I'm thinking about Discord again. Something, videos, ideas, content. Right. Um, because I'm doing a lot more of the discussion-y stuff, it's given me opportunities to do those ones. But I, I right, that's, that's where we are. I'm trying to keep it like maybe half-half at this point is where I'm at roughly, where I do three-ish videos on discussion and then the other three are going to be software. Sometimes it ends up being more software, though. I try not to burn through all of my discussion-y topics because those ones are a bit harder to actually come up with. So two or three a week, I think, is a good number to be at. Because that gives me time to actually break from the software and then time to actually try the stuff out. Yeah. Um, because I, I picked this up, why don't we talk about my new lights? So you might notice that my lights are considerably more vibrant now. So, also, they look different. That probably also clued it off as well. If you listen to the audio version, you won't be able to tell. Obviously, because, you know, audio. Um, I don't have my lamps there anymore. The lamps... The lamps have been retired. I still have them over on the floor. Um, the globes are fine. The lamps work fine. Nothing broke. Uh, I just wanted to uh, replace replace the lights with something better. So these are the the RGB floodlights that I've been raving on about for so long. Um, and this this is the the control that comes with it. This is the control that you get when you buy shitty lights off of eBay. But I can still do stuff like this, <laughs> which is cool. Um, I, I don't have as much control over the lights as I did when I was using um, the smart version. So the fade, I think, is a little too quick. I, as you can see, it's... Yeah, it's... Actually, no. Smooth is the one we want. Smooth, it's a bit too quick. Like, it's, it's sort of set up as if they're, like, rave lights. Um, <laughs> but... I still think it looks pretty awesome. I wish this control had like more granular control because as you can see, the fade is clearly showing the lights can do far more than the number of colors that are displayed on this little remote here. But you only get, what is that? Five by three, so 15 colors plus white plus uh, a flash, uh, a strobe. Which looks exactly the same. A oh, I think one of them didn't change. There we go. Um, a fade and then a smooth. So what's the purple look like? Purple actually looks really good, doesn't it? Wow, that's blue. That's another. That's the. That should be the brightest blue. That looks purple. Uh, the only problem is that because of the um, how close the lights are and how how good this is actually working right now. It's very difficult to get them back to the settings I like them to be on from here if I change them. So I'll see if I can do it. Yep. Okay, we got that one. Cool. I thought I'd get much closer. Got ah. I don't think we're going to get the lights back. I could just get out of my chair and fix it. Um, but that would mean stopping the podcast for a moment. I don't want to do that. God damn it. Let me change them. 
Okay. Okay, okay, we got it. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's good. I always had it there. Screw it, the lights are gonna the lights gonna be yellow for the rest of the episode. Can't fix it. I can, I just don't wanna. Um uh, <laughs> that probably took way too long. Um basically for the audio listeners there. Uh, the lights are very close to each other. My controller is a bit too sensitive for them, and they both keep changing. Um, so you may have also heard that I think I did a YouTube story about this. Yeah, um, that the original lights I got were shit and didn't work. They're still shit and don't work. Actually, one of them's broken because I stepped on it and uh, broke off one of the prongs from the power cord. <laughs> so that's in the bin right now. Um, the seller was like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, turns out the seller said that the, the infrared receiver is very weak on these models. Like, why do you fucking sell them? Uh, <laughs> and they don't work. So, but it wasn't that they were weak, it's that they worked for like 10 seconds, and then after the 10 seconds, they stopped working. No matter what you did. 10 seconds or so, they would stop working. So, whatever setting they were on, that's where they were stuck, no matter what you did. And that was a problem, because I like to be able to do things like that. And I, I can't do that if they suck. <laughs> so, uh, also, if you, say, for example, turn the lights off, the old ones actually didn't turn the lights off. Like, they would actually have a slight flicker of the uh, the lighting element, and that also didn't seem safe. I'll turn that on. There we go. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem safe. So, replace them. These are apparently, I call bullshit, these are 50-watt floodlights, which is not true at all. That's, that's fucking bullshit that those are 50-watt floodlights. I can show you what a 50-watt floodlight looks like, and it doesn't look like that. Uh, there was a teardown of them. On, uh, I think someone did a teardown on a blog. They're actually, they actually have 30 watt elements in them. That <laughs> they have 30 watt elements in them. I found this out afterwards, so I should have bought the 30 watt version because they would be just as bright. Maybe I should have bought the 100 watt version, and the 100 watt version would have actually been 50 watt, or it might have, might have just been another 30 watt. I don't know if you can... wait. You can't hear that. Uh, so my housemate likes to set the um, the al the alarm on the the oven to say that food's done, but he can he can never hear it, so it just goes off for like ten minutes. And it's really annoying. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I have these new lights now, which I like. I like I like the light. They're cool. They're actually, also surprisingly, being cheap junk I got from eBay. Also, I uh, haven't lit my house on fire yet. They don't seem to get that warm. Most of the heat comes off of the top part of the back, which is fine, because that means it's not directly on the bed, the part which could light a fire. Um, no one has... I, I looked at similar ones on Amazon, and people have said that the controllers don't work and they're really shit, but no one has said they've lit on fire yet. So I take that as a, uh, as a endorsement, I'll say. Yeah. But I think they, they are much better. They're definitely brighter. I don't know if you can tell if they're brighter, but 
if I put them side by side with how they originally looked, I can actually show you guys. Yeah, I'll show you guys who are listening, who are listening, who are watching, actually. Um, so here's one from an older video. Oh god, that. There we go. Uh, actually, I can't do it like that, can I? Can I load it into my browser? Oh, it's an MKV. Can I? Can do I have a? Do I have an MP4 I can drop into my browser? My browser. Browser. Don't don't question what I'm doing. Here we go. I have there we go. Okay, so here is how that one looks, and here. That's an MKV. Uh, actually, no, you can just see them side by side, can't you? Of course. So, see how... See how dim these are? See how bright these are? I don't know what I'm pointing to my, with my mouse. Look at my look at my one, the, the ones behind me, and then look at what's on the screen. Yeah, that works. Um, also, you may have noticed that my... I guess... What's the word? The... the just general colors of my scene look considerably better. So I am no longer living the really dumb, super dirt, poor life of a streamer. I now have sensible recording equipment. So. We all know how I used to use the, as Epos Vox would refer to it as, the the can't link. This one right here. Wow, look at that. It's crazy. Uh, the current link, as we, as we call it, is quite good for $20. However, it's not quite good if your budget is not $20. So I have replaced it, which I cannot unplug right now for obvious reasons, because it would break my camera. I have an Elgato Cam Link now. So the reason why I didn't buy one before, one is because I am a cheapskate and don't want to pay for it. The second reason is because Amazon is full of crazy people who think they can charge literally any amount of money and people will pay for it. So the Elgato Cam Link for basically the past year has been um, $500. Now... It is $169. Now, $169, keep in mind, is the Australian price. Um, the Australian price is obviously going to be higher. I believe you can pick them up in the US for like $130 or so. They were still very much being scalped last year, though. So you were still paying for $500, though. And don't pay that much for a cam link because it's dumb. I think you could have got like an HD60S for retail price though, but cam links were really expensive, which didn't make sense because the HD60S is actually a really good device. That's the um the capture device that has one input and then two outputs, so you can send one to your screen and then send one to the sorry. Yeah, no, that's right. Send one to your screen, um. And then capture. Wait. Wait, no, no, that's not the. Issue. I'm thinking of a different device. Um, you can capture. Basically, it's usually capture. Use it. Usually, use it for capturing consoles and things like that. Uh, and you can get those for retail price. Maybe there is. Doesn't matter. The HD60s is a really good device and was retail, but the Cam Link wasn't, which made no sense. 
Um, I would have just bought an HD60S because it would still be cheaper than $500. But the Cam Link, because it is a UVC device, which basically just means it gets treated as if whatever is plugged into it is a webcam, works on Linux with literally no issue. I've heard some people have theirs like overheating after a couple hours, uh, but it seems to be more related to the fact they were using a Sony A6100 rather than the fact the cam link was overheating. Like, the cam link may overheat. Like, it gets warm to the touch. Maybe with older models it did, but with what I've been running, it, it's it been fine. I've When I do my recordings, I record for, like, my, my video recordings. I usually record for anywhere... I, I usually start, like, 10 a.m. and go to about 3 or 4 p.m., so... Anywhere from five to six hours. And if the cam link isn't going to overheat in six hours, I think that's considered a win. And we can say that it doesn't overheat. Because if you're if you're streaming for more than six hours, please stop and go outside. I don't know how anyone streams for that long. Like people who do these 24-hour streams, that seems mental to me. But yes, cam link really good. I may get an HD60S for the console stuff because right now I'm still using one of these bad boys and a cheap-ass HDMI splitter off of eBay so that I can have the video going to this this bad guy and going to my monitor. Yeah. Um, the alarm's going off again. I think he just left the food in there. <laughs> I think he, he left the food in there so the alarm just started again. It's probably very burnt. <laughs> I don't know why he even uses it. Anyway. I also have... Um, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I have plans to buy a lens. The problem is the lens actually is $600 retail. So that one, that one's a little bit of a... Uh, not happening just yet. It'll basically... It, it will make my background blurrier. And it will make me more in focus. Yeah. And also will let me run my lights at a much, much lower setting because right now having these, this light in my face sucks, really sucks. And having this one over here also really bright also sucks. So having a less light uh, would be good. I could still run them at the same level, then run my camera with le less ISO, which might be what I do. I'll have to test it out. If you're curious on the lens, it is the... Uh, what is it? Canon Sigma 16mm 1.4. This guy right here, the f1.4 lens. It's $600 Australian once again, so obviously take off like $100 or so. dollars. Uh, it's a really cool lens though. Is it overkill for my... <laughs> is, it, is it fucking overkill for my, my Canon EOS M200? The like the bottom of the barrel... Canon, uh, Canon mirrorless camera you can get. Yes, it is so. Or I guess bottom mirrorless camera, uh, with an interchangeable men a lens mount. Yes, it is. It is very overkill because this thing is over half the price of the uh the camera. And actually, because I bought the camera during Black Friday, actually more than the price I paid for the camera. <laughs> but the nice thing about lenses is. Even though you swap out your camera bodies 
every couple of years. If you keep your lenses in good condition, your lenses will be perfectly fine, like, years down the line. And lenses have a lot of resale value. I haven't actually looked at how much I can get this on the second-hand market. Uh, I'll find out. I might be able to get it pretty cheap, actually. Probably not, because lenses don't lose a lot of value. Um, second-hand. Oh my god, is there- wait, there's not people selling it on Gumtree, is there? Holy shit, there is. $420? These are in- oh, there's someone in Hope Valley for selling for 500 It looks like it's in really good condition. Oh, that's like just around the corner. Oh no, it's not Hope Valley, it's Modbury. Okay, 500 I could actually do. I will have to have a... It doesn't say which mount it is, because there is actually a version of this for the Sony cameras as well. It takes Gurt... Here we go. Uh, in mint condition. Selling due to not using it much. Absolutely Gurt condition. Comes with lens hood and original box. Takes Gurt crispy pictures even during night. Reasonable offer will only be replied to... Also can post at buyer's expense loop. I don't know what this description is. Actually, yeah, let's find it. Uh, that. Um, no, that, that. Is that the Sony version? Sigma. Do, do, do. I'll have to have a better look at this afterwards. If that's actually $500 for the Canon one, I might have to check that one out. But you can also get a slightly cheaper one. Mm. Okay, that's... No, that's a different lens. That's the, the 8 to... The 8 to 16 mil. No, that's that's not the 1.4 lens. Um, Yeah. Camera lenses. <laughs> Cameras are expensive. That's what I'll say. Cameras are expensive. Uh, I will keep a hold of my M200 for quite a while. I, I have no interest in even working out what I want to replace it with. Because by the time I feel like replacing it, probably like two or three years down the line, there will hopefully be a much better camera. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to obviously... I have no plans of going like Linus Tech Tips with it where it's like, I'm going to buy a $10,000 red camera. I'm going to buy a $20,000 black magic camera. Not happening. But if it's like, I might buy a $2,000 camera. Like if I'm, you know, if I'm doing YouTube full time at that point, I think it makes sense at that point to buy something really nice. Hopefully at that point, my crypto is also worth a lot and I can just retire. That would also be nice. Um, even if I, like, even if LBC does continue to go up and it hits something stupid like 5 or $10, which I will tell you now is well over what I need to actually retire, like stop working for the rest of my life kind of money. Um, I would still probably keep making videos because I would get bored as hell not doing anything <laughs> like i wouldn't like i i wouldn't like if i get super rich from crypto i would actually be like i'm going to just live the rest of my life off of this money i'm not someone who's like i'm gonna like go blow it on a porsche or something that's not the kind of person i am 
even as I started like making money from a job, I still didn't like the idea of spending more like five dollars on something. It took me a while to get used to spending five dollars because I didn't grow up having a um, having an allowance. So basically, unless I did a job, I didn't get money. So I've always been like very tight with how much money I have, which I think is a good lesson to teach basically anyone. And I feel like it's definitely helped me out. Um, this is also part of the reason, like, I can afford this lens today. I could afford a bunch of them. I'm just like, it's $600, though. What if it goes missing in shipping? What am I going to do if it goes missing in shipping? Ah, that's, that's sort of like the, the, the problem I'm at. Actually, no, now I just had a look at this again. This is definitely the Sony one. It's a different mount. That's a DCDN mount, not the, um, the Canon mount. The, um, what I'm forgetting the name of. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of the Sony E-mounts in here. Yeah, these are not the one I want. I want the Canon mount. Why are there so many Sony users in Australia? See, maybe the Canon users don't want to sell their lens because they they like their Canon too much. <laughs> I have no... I, I have no idea what cameras are supposed to be better. I got the Canon because um the Sony 6100 you couldn't really get properly in Australia. Like, there might have been a couple of second-hand ones, but a second-hand camera body doesn't seem like the best idea. And there was the, uh, the Lumix as well, but Lumix seems to have a lot less support. Plus, the Lumix was massive and made of plastic. If you want to see what the Lumix looks like, um, I, I would say that DT uses it, but DT has had his camera out of focus for the past year and a half. So maybe DT's not the best person to look at for that. I don't know if it's out of focus or if he's just using like a shit capture stick like I'm using and it just looks out of focus or was using, I guess. Because uh, that's why I always looked like I was out of focus because the capture stick was that blurry. It just made it look like I was never in focus. Like not being in focus would be something more like unfocus it's not gonna unfocus is it it's not gonna unfocus because the the canon the canon focus is too good <laughs> i do this actually Whoosh. there we go oh it refocused even though i wasn't even though i wasn't there it's was like hey that's probably a body isn't it focus on that yeah um i'm excited for the new for the new lens when i get it though that'll be fun I kind of got convinced to upgrade my lighting when I did my, or and also the capture stick when I did the episode with um with Christian the uh, the digital life because that man has a gorgeous looking setup. I've I've seen some good looking setups like besides like really like high end ones like people who have hundreds of thousands of subs who have enough money to like build a dedicated space for you just doing their videos, but for just a general office that you've sort of adapted into being a a video space. He's done a brilliant job. He was actually inspired initially by me. So now the fact that he's his looks better than mine does actually pisses me off. Like I have to make mine look better. Um so I may I may get into a war with him and buy better gear just just for the sake of doing that. The problem is I have this bed. So there's not a ton I can do about that. I have an idea to make the background look slightly cooler, though. I do also have some um some LED uh, some LED light strips. So you know how you can get those like if you go look at any like big streamer, they've got some like 
bar in the background that's like got a bunch of light that's it's a light bar basically that's 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 how that sentence works it's a bar with lights on it it's a light bar i'm gonna diy one i've got some led light strips i'm gonna basically just tape them to a piece of wood put some like maybe baking paper around it just to make it so like the light disperses a bit and you don't see the leds directly and probably stick it right in the back there uh, i might put one over on that side as well well, I've got two sets of them, and I think that would also liven up the back, uh, the background, the background as well, because I couldn't exactly stick them to the wall here. Um, I would, might do that when I get my own place, but I've I've got ideas when I get my own place. That's for sure, fun ideas. I'm gonna be buying. Oh, there'll be there will probably be anime figures back there. There will be cabinets with anime figures in it. There'll be lights for them. It'll be awesome. Cause I I have well, I do have this one actually. This this has been sitting on my shelf for a while. I just haven't um haven't opened it. Is uh is Chocola. And I I do have a uh he's better he's he better look at it. Here you go. He's 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 Chocola. Uh there's the there's the light. I really just set up a better light that I so I can do stuff like this. You can actually see it. Um I can't reach it without getting out of my chair and I don't want to do that. I uh, also have a uh, vanilla uh, one as well because I like anime figures. I'll have to pick and choose which ones I want on camera though because there's some that uh, probably shouldn't be on camera. Uh, nothing that bad. Just, you know, like bikini figures, which I probably don't want to have on camera. Unless I just want to, like, accept my my eventual end goal and just become an AniTuber now. <laughs> there are actually people who are like, you should be an AniTuber. You, that would be funny. Like... I'm not being a fucking AniTuber. That's not fucking happening. AniTubers are a plague on this earth. The only time I enjoy an AniTuber is when they are not talking about anime. That is literally, literally it. Uh, what else do we have? Oh yeah, uh, today, uh, <laughs> today I uploaded a video that got me a couple of hate comments. Surprisingly was like overwhelmingly positive though. So I'm recording this the day that the um the reaction to the reaction video went up. And that is currently sitting at 2000 fucking 2000 views. 2000 views, 317 likes. What the hell? Those numbers don't even make sense. Um I, if you didn't watch the end of that, I actually did get a couple of comments being like, this video is stupid, why does this exist, you're out of ideas, blah, blah, blah. They didn't watch the end of the video, where I, I told, I, I was literally speaking about those people. Where I made that because I wanted to take the piss out of the Linux community, because there are some people who take themselves too fucking seriously, who are like, this video should only exist if it has a purpose and it is helpful to me. If it does not help people, it should not be real. You should not make videos like this. They are not good. There are unironically comments I get that are like that. And I wanted to basically be like, fuck you. And I did. So that's why that exists. And that's sort of the direction we're going with the channel. So I am going to... Pretty much just do whatever content I want I want at this point. Obviously, it's going to be Linux-focused, but I'm not going to be like, 
or maybe I shouldn't uh, maybe I shouldn't cover this specific news topic because people might find it boring. If I if I want to cover a news topic, I'm going to cover it. Uh, there are a couple of things in the past that I've sort of skipped out on because I I didn't think they would have been the best fit. But now, fuck it. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it, and that's the fun that you're going to get. And I hope that leads to better videos as well. I'm not sponsored by Pump, by the way. It's just Pump has cheap bottles in their big. Uh, also, they have sensible pop tops. You can just like pull them up. Pump, if you want to sponsor me, I'll, I'll take your money. You've probably got a lot of money. See, who is Pump made by? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, if you want to sponsor me, I'll take your money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Fun videos. Also, actually, I think the only thing I can work out for why my videos have been doing better is the fact that my thumbnails have just been, like, absolutely taking the piss recently. Like, my Stallman one, I'm, like, holding Stallman up into the air. It's not, like, the the Stallman god picture either. It's the one where he's, like, laying across a bench trying to do, like, a sexy photo. But it's Richard Stallman, and he's, like, a big fat man, so it's not a sexy photo at all. <laughs> and, it's like, part of his gut's showing, but it's it's a very Stallman picture. And I, I think, yeah, as soon as I just started taking the piss like that, that's when it picked up. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I should just, like, heavily, heavily take the piss with the videos. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. Going forward, I'm going to just... Any of the ones where I'm like, this is not dumb enough, I will make it dumb enough. I Actually, this is kind of a fun one. Here's one. Um, I, I do hope this... One does well because of the thumbnail. Uh, so for anyone who's not uh, watching the video, it's going to be the thumbnail for my Elgato Cam Link video. And basically it's sort of like emulating the um, the blue pill, red pill scene from the Matrix. And I hope someone gets the reference because I've got the um, the Cam Link in the, the red pill spot. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I hope I didn't do that backwards. Um... Matrix, red pill. One second. Did I do that backwards? No, I didn't. Okay. So yeah. Uh, here's here's the Matrix one. Blue pill, red pill. Here is my one, and the cam link is the red pill. <laughs> I hope someone gets that reference because that was a that was a fun, a really fun thumbnail to make. And I want to start not just necessarily having my face in it, but start just doing really dumber ones like that where I just do whatever looks like fun. Because <laughs> I've actually had people ask me like, oh, are your thumb... How do you not laugh when you make your thumbnails? Are your thumbnails fun to make? And yes, yes, the thumbnails are really fun to make. I have an absolute blast. Not not necessarily um during the editing part, but when I get that idea, I'm like, this... This is an idea. This is something that I need to make a thumbnail on. And then I do it. And sometimes I initially like the initial idea I have isn't that great. And then when I get to the like the stage and give I'm like, this seems a little bit empty. There's something missing here. And then you get ones where I'm like, I'm gonna put like a which one is it? That's a pretty pretty simple one there. Actually, here's one. Here's a rewrite your brain in rust, and I put the rust crab on my head, which I think is I think is cute enough to work. Um, uh, what's a fun one in here? 
That's not that great. Maybe I need to change that one. Um, EQIV? Hmm, where's, where's the one I'm thinking of? Not it. Oh, I can't find it now. Botnet? No, I can't find it. Okay. Um, oh, fuck. I don't remember what I was trying to... What the idea I had was now that I'm, I was looking for it. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna put more of my like my personality into the thumbnails, and I I've gotten some really good reception from people. Like I got a message from someone who uh was like I I think your channel uh I I followed them on Twitter, and they didn't I, I thought they didn't know who I was. They're like oh my god I like you I, I love your thumbnails like that's awesome like that <laughs> the fact that there are people who just recognize my channel from my thumbnails is sort of the the thing I was going for with them, like. Even though my thumbnails don't have a a specific way they always look, it's a it's a style where you're like, hey, that is a thumbnail from Brody Robertson. Like if you look at say a a distro tube thumbnail, I would have said Gardner Bryant as well, like the Linux gamer, but he keeps changing his style around. Um if you look at a distro tube thumbnail or a Luke Smith thumbnail or a mental outlaw thumbnail people like that you can be like yes i know exactly what channel that came from and that's what i wanted to do obviously my older style did achieve that as well but it wasn't as fun they weren't really as inviting now that i'm sort of putting a part of like my weird brain in there uh i think it it helps it helps people actually want to click on it and experimenting with things outside of face thumbnails, I think, is going to help as well. Uh, it has been fucking over an hour already. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Uh, actually, did I already talk about headphones last time? I think I did. Oh, here's something. So, do I want to keep talking about more fucking camera stuff? No, we're going to we'll, we'll ignore the camera stuff for now. Okay, I'm sure you guys, if you haven't... Uh, Words hard. Yes. Here's base.cooking. <laughs> so base.cooking. Um, you can you might be able to guess who made this, judging by the name. It is our our favorite our favorite Linux Linux creator who doesn't make Linux videos. It is the one, the only. Does he even have his name mentioned on here? Uh he has a couple of videos on here that you can work out exactly who it's from then. It is the one the only Mr. Luke Smith. So Luke made a cooking website. <laughs> yeah, oh, it says right here, donate to Luke. Luke made a cooking website. <laughs> and this cooking website basically has a, uh, a, Git, uh, a Git repo that is used to basically uh, have all the recipes on it. And everything is managed through like pull requests, and it, it's such a dumb idea, but I love it so much. And the idea behind it, the reason why he didn't, the reason why he made this is because he looks at other cooking websites and like, there doesn't need to be ads all over these. There doesn't need to be JavaScript here. There doesn't need to be all this junk. I just want a cooking website, and that's all. And that's what he did. And he's got some very strict limitations. It is, you can have a WebP in there. 
you upload some markdown, and that's basically it. <laughs> well, see, yeah, it, it's it's such a cool idea. I don't know why no one has done this before, but Luke decided to actually do something. He complains a lot about web bloat, and then decided, I'm going to do something about it, and then he did. Do I, I think I recognize a couple of these contributors, actually. I think I do. Um, but... Hacker News also talked about it as well, <laughs> because I love Hacker News. Hacker News is such a great, great website, um, especially when they're talking about Richard Stallman and how him having autism, like, has to do with what he said on, uh, <laughs> on, uh, has, has to do with excusing what he said or something along those lines. Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh my god okay so here we go here's the top comment so little heads up for all searching vegan recipes there the author has an article named veganism is the pinnacle of bugmanism on his on his uh, personal web page yes he does and i read that in a live stream there's no reason there couldn't be vegan recipes on a site if a recipe happens to be vegan then so be it of course he not being vegan isn't going to add any himself. What absurd poll, uh, uh, what absurd drivel slash poll tier? Yes, it is poll tier because it's it's Luke. Um, <laughs> oh, this is yeah. Just for your information, the name base me think it was some kind of alt right thing. <laughs> Downvoter clearly needs to tidy their room. Here we go. We have a, a Mr. Jordan Peterson swatter. I actually need to go buy his new book. That that reminds me. Uh, take a look at the author's blog posts and videos that are crossed between a G post and an alt-right Unabomber complete with, with an obsession about tradition, a hate for modern degenerate uh, Marxist egalitarian values. That sounds pretty based, which is a good thing. <laughs> oh my god. Hello, base department. Want to come for dinner? I'm making beef stroganoff. The comments here have gotten so much better. Initially, it was just like trash, but... I, I love this. We need an API for recipes. What is this, 1994? No, we didn't have CSS then. Oh. Uh, yeah, initially it was very Reddit. Um, It seems like Hacker News goes through, like, these weird cycles. Sometimes it's basically as bad as Reddit. Sometimes it's so, so much nicer. This is one of those times when it's kind of much nicer. Typically, I find that um, Hacker News usually has, like, more sensible people. Actually, okay, Mental Outlaws we mentioned here. Have I been... I wonder if I've been mentioned here. No, damn it. Usually when Mental Outlaw is also mentioned, I get mentioned as well. Um, I, I, may, I, I, I may do some ego, ego searching occasionally. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I recommend checking out Base.Cooking if you're looking for some based cooking recipes. There may be basting involved, but the cooking recipes themselves are based. I didn't show you a recipe, did I? Let's go to Based Cooking again, and let's find a recipe for something. Um, let's find <clears throat> uh, a breakfast recipe um, for Sunday morning milkshake. Wow, there's a picture here. This has gotten so much better. I know there were people complaining like the recipes were hard to follow. 
These seem like pretty sensible recipes. Like, you don't need to step by step. You have a banana. Two if they're small. 120 grams of berries. Can be any berries. Uh, one liter of milk. Why is they using liters, liters and grams and not American units? Vanilla. Sugar. Chop the banana so it fits in a blender. Add the banana pieces and the sugar and the vanilla into a blender. Why is this a recipe that's on here? Pour the milk so that the, uh, so that the mix fills a liter of the blender volume. Blend it until the mix looks somewhat homogenous. Pour it and enjoy. <laughs> Some of the recipes get far more complex here, but that's a, a recipe for a smoothie. Banana pancakes. Also fairly simple. Yeah, the, the examples here aren't like super complex. Or the, um, I guess the directions here aren't super complex. Which was one of the initial complaints people had. Which is like, unless you already know how to make the recipes, you're not going to be able to make these well. It doesn't matter. Just try it. It doesn't have to, you don't have to make it perfectly. Take it there and then tweak it. Sort of treat it like, say, like a grandmother's cookbook, for example, where the, the notes that are there are sort of like a guideline rather than specific Ex like specific instructions on how to make it. That I think would be a better way to look at this and then you'll see that there's actually a really good website. I think it's cool. I am I'm actually kind of happy Luke did make this. I might find some fun recipes on here except I'm usually very lazy when it comes to cooking. Um oh, there was also people arguing here uh, arguing on here on uh, on Hack and News about um kosher salt and table salt. There was unironically like a 20 or 30 comment thread arguing about kosher salt and table salt <laughs> because hacker news at least there was like something of interest being discussed there not like reddit where oh God, the the rms reddit thread was a train wreck sadly the mods locked it because reddit mods like to do that where it's like people are having fun fun's not allowed so they stopped it. Fun is bad. Anyway, um, this is what I was going to talk about before. So, you remember how, you probably don't remember, you probably don't care about my camera stuff. If you, if you watch my podcast and solo episodes, you hear me talk about camera stuff a lot. I have now replaced all of my camera mounts. Or, yeah, I guess all my camera mounts. So, previously I was using these dirt cheap things I found off of eBay. Um, now... The problem with them mainly is the fact that they were plastic. That is probably really annoying. Yeah, the problem with them mainly is that they were plastic. Uh, so, I have actually gone and replaced them with my favorite brand of uh, camera mounts. This right here is a small rig camera mount. If you are in the market for getting cheap, really, really fucking stable camera mounts, Go look at small rig stuff. This thing is basically made out of solid steel. Uh, the or there's no I don't think there's any plastic on it. The threading's not plastic. None of the like the mounting part is plastic. Maybe I okay, I think the only bit of plastic here is the uh the little screw joint on here, but it's really thick plastic and it's never gonna break. Um these things. Uh, also a ball mount, which is lovely. So you can, like, basically mount stuff however you want. And as soon as you turn this little screw thing, this thing is not gonna, not gonna move at all. No matter what you do, it is just rock solid there. 
I'm honestly at the point where I think my light, like the the light body, might break before the actual uh, mount on the on the actual camera stand. So these you can usually pick them up on eBay for like a couple of dollars. They're not that much more expensive than um the other ones would have been anyway. So let me just check it. So small rig. Actually, I can check my uh, my purchase history, can't I? Um, so these were five dollars ninety eight each. The plastic ones are like maybe two or three dollars, but double the price. You were getting so much value from this. I would honestly say that all of my initial purchases of the plastic ones were a terrible idea. Just buy like in bulk. Buy a bunch of these because they are so, so good. And stick them on everything you want to attach a camera to. Or in my case, for this one, I was attaching my um my phone mount to it for when I do my um any of my uh, thumbnails. So I, I used to use a selfie stick. Uh, the, having the camera mount, though, is nice because it allows me to, you know, not have to be holding stuff. And then I can do whatever I want with my hands. So I recommend these. Highly suggested. You can get like a bunch of different like formats for them as well. Like that one's just the, the very basic ball mount. There's also like this one here. Where it's like a... I guess a lengthened thing. I don't know how solid this one is. So I can't say whether I recommend it or not. But this one gives you a bit more of like a... A length off of the thing you're mounting it on. Whether that be a camera or you know, some other sort of mounting mechanism, it gives you a bit more length to actually work with. Um, I, I'll say it's probably good. I can't recommend it because I haven't tried it myself, but all, all of the small rig stuff I've seen seems to be absolutely solid. So yes, buy small rig, don't buy the plastic stuff. I take back the uh, the suggestion I made probably a bunch of times previously. Don't do that anymore buy the metal stuff. It'll save you so much time because I've had so many of those break when I needed to use them. And because my room's very small, I'll occasionally like bump, um, I'll bump the actual, uh, stand and it will fall over. And the plastic ones, they have a habit of, uh, being shit and cracking. Oh God. And when it cracks, well, that's when it, it it's basically useless at that point because it's going to be broken. Pretty obvious. There we go. Yeah, God, it wasn't screwing in with the direct the correct direction. Um. Yes. So buy these. I don't know if there's like better ones out there you could probably get, but if you want cheap ones, small rig, perfect. And I've said it before, but when you're just doing stuff in your room like this, you you don't need super expensive gear as long as stuff works. It's good enough. The only things you really be spending money on if you're doing like a, a room setup like this is audio sound proofing nonsense, sound like sound isolation stuff, the audio gear itself, the lights. Uh, they don't have to be amazing lights, but having lights is, <laughs> is a good thing. My lights were like $60, $70 each, and those ones are like $40 each back there. Yeah, something like that. And the camera. That's all. Fucking camera stands don't matter. 
buy the cheapest thing there. If it, if it stands up and it's made of metal, it's probably fine. That's my that's my new suggestion. I haven't actually worked out how much this entire setup actually costs at this point. Um, but I don't think there's much more I would consider changing. Really, I think all of the general stuff is good for now. The mic I'm happy with, the camera I'm happy with, the lens is the only thing I want to touch. Maybe in like two or so years, I'll replace the cam. I'll replace the um, the microphone. But I'm not touching my soundboard because my soundboard, my soundboard is basically perfect. And yeah, um, <sighs> oh my, I blew some air into my water bottle and then it like spat water at me. Um. <laughs> Oh yeah, here's something fun I want to talk about. Let's move away from camera stuff and talk about uh, the new hoodie I'm buying. So this will be already sold out by the time you're seeing this because they're on pre-order and the pre-order goes out very soon. But um, the Shoujo has been doing a pre-order on some new merch. I don't know if the hats are going to keep being for sale. Okay, the hats are also a pre-order. Um... Oh, wait, no, it's not a pre-order. Okay, no, you can buy this right now. Oh, wait, no, this is a pre-order. No, it is a, yeah, it is a pre-order. So I don't know how um, if they're going to bring it back or anything. So I guess all of this merch here is going to be, um, going to be pre-order. But I ordered a, uh, a new hoodie. So I've got... What's the one I've got on order? It is this one right here, the uh, the Nyanas pullover hoodie. So you're going to see me wearing this in a couple of videos soon because it's getting into winter and it's going to be cold. So I'll probably wear a hoodie from time to time. Uh, so that means you get to see me wearing the Nyanas hoodie. And I just get to be full on weave in my, my content. Which I'm more than happy to do. And the other one that I'm buying, or the other, I guess I've already bought it, um, is the... Iron Mouse, the Iron Mouse zip-up hoodie. This one right here. So that one has Iron Mouse on the back. Uh, I was thinking of getting the uh, the fruit one, but I'm not a big fan of the color. If it was like more vibrant, I probably would have got it. Um, but as it is, I'm not going to. I'm not a big fan of Silver Veil or uh, or Zen either. So yeah, I'm not getting those or or Hime. I've seen a couple of Hime uh, clips of Hime, but like I, I'm not a big fan. I like I like Sydney stuff, but yeah, I not a not a feature. But I'm super a super big fan. Of. I usually like the I guess more the, more of the cutesy VTubers who are also absolute mental cases, which sort of fits with Nyanas and Iron Mouse. And if you know Snuffy ever releases some merch, then I'll have to I'll have to buy some Snuffy merch at some point. Some fucking raccoon merch. Um, I've been thinking of redoing the, um, I've already redone this once, redoing the art for the podcast again, especially for the solo one, because I feel like having all of this space taken up when I'm, like, for my regular face cam, like, this doesn't really make sense. Like, it sort of makes sense when I'm doing this part, that's fine, but for this, I think I probably, um... Probably should eliminate a lot of this background. Maybe keep some of it and make the logo considerably smaller as well. I don't know. I'm still thinking about what I'm going to do with that. 
I've actually considered um, redoing my stream art as well. Just making something myself, making it completely custom so it's just for me. I've got some ideas because I'm following a couple of um, artists on Twitter. Uh, can I, I wonder if I can show any of her stuff. Can I find her? That's uh, Kroneko. She mainly does... Um... Wait, no, sorry. Kroneko was someone else. That was the other one. Uh... There's a couple of artists I follow. Sorry, it's Nikki. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Where's the, where's her art? Where is her art? God damn it! She posts so much other stuff as well. Uh, my god, why do you post so much? Anyway, she's got a bunch a bunch of. Here we go. Here's. Oh no, there was one more recently than that. Where is it? It was one I really liked. I should have saved it. <laughs> Um, I cannot find it, apparently. It was like a day ago. Oh, here it is. <laughs> so, stop seeing stuff like this. Uh, actually, no, sorry. Yeah, okay. Here you go. It was by this artist. Uh, seeing stuff like this sort of gives me some ideas about what I want to do. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do, but... I want something custom. And you know what? Making it myself is probably just going to be the best way. Yes, I could go and pay someone for it, but I think I think if I can just do something... I don't know. It would be a fun project, that's for sure. And it wouldn't really take too much. Plus, the, uh, the advantage of doing something completely custom means that I can mess around with it as I want. Whereas with the one I currently have, there's not a ton I can really do to it. It's sort of like, it's it's as it is, and that's really all I get. Yeah. But, I don't know. I'll try it out. I've, I've definitely got, as I said, I've got some ideas, and st seeing stuff like this certainly does help out as well. Um, What, what else we got? Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm just gonna flex a bit. Um, so I got retweeted by by the one and only Mr. Lewis Spears. Actually, this also leads us into something else as well. So I got retweeted by Lewis Spears. The reason why I got retweeted by Lewis Spears, um, as we can see right here, that's why this has a hundred fucking eighty two likes. Um, so. <laughs> Does anybody remember the story about the um the the smart chastity cage that existed? The one fr um what was the company called? Uh Here it is. Yes. The uh the article's still up. They have I don't think they've retracted it. So this is the Guardian talking about it. Um, from a company called Cellmate. Yeah, so... <laughs> Cellmate made this product. Um, and Lou, because Lou has a tour he wants to sell, <laughs> was like, how do I, how do I sell some tickets? Alright, I'm really good at hoaxing the media. He's hoaxed A Current Affair, The Project, Seven News, a bunch of Australian outlets, but he wanted to go big this time. 
So he decided to go and hoax, uh, <laughs> hoax Vice. And Vice being Vice will bite onto absolutely anything. They, their journalists don't do the slightest bit of research if an article that seems exciting pops up. And they didn't do any research. So Lewis Spears made this, made this fake as hell story, basically saying that he used one of these devices and then he was being held for ransom, um, being asked to pay hundreds of dollars of Bitcoin. <laughs> and yeah, they, they ran the story. You can go and find it on places like Vice, Motherboard, the Guardian even, the Guardian, okay, the Guardian's not a respectable outlet, but the Guardian as well, and a bunch of other places as well, The Verge, everywhere that talks about tech. And <laughs> turns out it was all fake. Turns out it was all completely fake because Lewis wanted to sell some show tickets. And you know what? It's done well because the video is doing really bloody well. Oh, he's also faked, uh, he's also, um... I guess, hoaxed Rebel News as well when he pretended to be the leader of the Australian branch of Antifa. <laughs> no research. And it's not like he hoaxed some random person in Rebel News. It was the CEO of the company, which makes it even better. So, yeah, that... I congratulate Lewis for doing such an... I mean, such, uh, such an absolutely amazing job with that, uh, that that absolute fake article. And I can't believe how viral that went. Because he's done stuff like that before, but never to this level of viral sensation, basically. <laughs> and then I basically congrat uh, congratulated him for it, saying, hey, that story went around the world. Every tech outlet on the planet has talked about it. Lou has absolutely done, uh, absolutely outdone himself this time with the hoax, and I guess he appreciated the compliment. Sadly, uh, I'm not going to be going to his next show because Adelaide tickets sold out too quickly. Um, usually Adelaide doesn't sell out because, but because it was like COVID safe shows, they sold out really early. It's really annoying. Um, yeah, but it's fine. I'll go. I'll go next year. I'll probably go to Frenchie's show next time he shows up, and I didn't. I should have went to um, Alex Williamson as well, but because he's actually Adelaide-based. But I didn't even realize he was doing a show when he last did one. And when, like, I I also missed out on um, Neil Kolhatkar's show the last time he was in Adelaide. Um, also, I need to go see Isaac Butterfield when he comes back around as well. I don't know when they are, because a lot of the Australian comedians are based in Melbourne, and restrictions are sort of starting to, like, lift up a bit, but it's it's still a problem. Also, Melbourne's fucking underwater, apparently. I didn't know this. This is news to me. Someone in my Discord was like, hey, are you all right? I heard that Australia's flooding. I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Um, <laughs> apparently, Australia's flooding. This was news to me. So, uh, I think it's Queensland. It might not be Melbourne, actually. Queensland and New South Wales. Um, Australia floods. Here we go. Australia floods. Forty thousand evacuated. At least two dead. Uh, that's okay. I didn't need to know the dead part. Um, yeah. Here we go. No, let me see. Don't fucking play audio. Don't do that. Uh, can I see pictures? You gonna show me pictures? No, you're not gonna show me pictures. Someone show me pictures. Damn it. 
here. This is Western Sydney underwater. Like, actually flooded. This is apparently like a a hundred year flood. What is this? This is insane. I saw some people trying to like rescue someone and they were in scuba gear. That's how deep this water is. This is a house almost underwater. The problem with um with Sydney is Sydney is basically a bowl. Um this is why when the fires happened, uh the smoke in Sydney actually lasted way longer than anywhere else, like way after the fires ended, because it pretty much just got trapped within the Sydney area and had nowhere to go. Whereas other places, like when there was fires uh near my place, because I'm up in the hills, the base of the smoke just rolled on by and we're all good. And any of the plains areas were fine as well. But Sydney, Sydney's kind of fucked when anything bad like that happened, whether that be floods, fires, it, it's just going to feel the reckoning for way longer than anywhere else. But yeah, someone asked me on my Discord if I was all right. And I'm like, I didn't even know it was fucking flooding because I, I didn't hear anything usually... um. When I get any news, it's usually going to be from Twitter because I don't I don't watch news. I follow a couple of the um like the Australian Fire Service and things like that, and usually they'll put out announcements about um about natural disasters. But I guess it must have must have went by me. Oh, okay. I thought it was new. I I thought there might have been some um some crocodiles in in, in Western Sydney as well. There probably are. Considering how flooded it is, there probably are going to be um, some crocodiles just swimming around Sydney right now, which is a terrifying sight. Like, imagine imagine your house just... The water goes away, all the, the house is back. Obviously, all the houses will have to be demolished, but you go back, try to, like, save any of your stuff that was potentially going to survive, and then there's just, like, a crocodile just chilling in your living room. I don't know what I would do, to be honest. I'd be like, nah, I don't need myself. I'm just, I'm just fine. Croc, you can keep this place. We're all good. We're buddies. Maybe you want to be my roommate. You can stay in that room. I'll lock you in there. I'm never going to visit. Hmm. I wonder if, what would happen if you locked a crocodile in a room like that. Would it try to escape? Like, would it just chill? It would probably try to escape when it gets hungry. I don't know. Maybe it thinks your food. Why are there people driving through this water? Are you guys mental? My nose is itchy now. Road subject to flooding. Yeah, this certainly looks like it's subject to flooding. There is no road anymore. Yeah, I... Being up in the hills, I'm obviously never going to deal with a flood like this because water rolls down hills. Um, but if I eventually, or when I eventually move to the Riverland, uh, there's supposed to be a flood in the next, like, 20 or... A really big flood in the next 20 or 30 years, so... Maybe I should pick an area that's high up away from the river? That might not be a bad idea. Maybe go live by my parents, who are, like, pretty high up above the river, rather than going and living in town where you're pretty much on the river level. Might be a better idea, to be honest. I think that might be a... Might be a, a safe bet to go with, that's for sure. Ah. Oh. <clears throat> I was going to say he's a fun one. He's just a dumb one, to be honest. Um, we are getting close to the... Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't the plan. So, <laughs> I watch a lot of VTubers, as we know. 
Um, I've been watching a lot of clips of uh, Juniper. Juniper is the uh, the moth VTuber who is inspired by a certain a certain moth dojin that I'm not going to mention. But if you know the one I'm talking about, you know the one I'm talking about. Um, and there's a clip of her right here of her saying Onichan. I will watch that afterwards. Yes. Oh, also, Liam has a new video. Awesome. Go watch Liam Dowling if you're not watching Liam Dowling. He did a video with um the other day where he was basically reviewing all of the Cruiser flavors because he just wanted to get smashed because that's what he does. I recommend it. I also spoil the conclusion. The best flavor of Cruiser is mixing all the Cruiser flavors together. Yes, watch Liam Dowling. The the thing I was actually going to say, though, I've noticed that... um. Dave Jones from EEV Blog has been mentioning this as well. Um, YouTube recommending my own content to me. Now, in his case, he was logged into his main channel and was recommending EEV Blog 2 to him, which is dumb because they're both managed under the exact same account. But in my case, it was even dumber. So I was logged into the Brody Robertson account. On my YouTube homepage, there was a video... Not just a video, the video I'd uploaded that day recommended to me. It wasn't like, here's a video you uploaded recently. No, it was just treated like any other sort of video as if it was like a recommendation. Like, YouTube, I know it's a good video. I'm the one who made it. Why are you recommending that to me? And that's happened a couple of times. I had like a couple of my podcast recommendations as well. Like, I am one of the tags. Why are you recommending this to me? Stop doing this. And yeah, that, that that's about as far as that topic goes. YouTube's recommendations, when they work, are great for me. When they don't work, apparently they recommend your own content to yourself, which is good. <laughs> oh my god. I have to um, queue up some topics for the the live stream tomorrow, because I'm doing a uh, Crystar live stream tomorrow, which will be fun, because I don't know how well Crystar will play with um, Pipewire. I've tested Pipewire a little bit with Hades, and it was <clears throat> it was basically fine. I didn't notice any problems, but it was only a fairly short test. Wait, now the lights are changing properly. Now that... <laughs> Fuck, I did it once. There was a perfect position I had there. And then it just... Yeah, that's better. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it worked fine with Hades. Presumably it'll work fine with that if it's working fine with that, with that, with that. Because one should be running through Pulse. Oh, so one of them. And if one of those... And if it works like that, it should be working with anything else as well. So, wish me luck. And... Pipewire is supposed to be more efficient than Pulse. My computer sort of brute forces everything anyway, so it's not a big deal. Oh, that's a uh, that's a topic before we end it off. So I know that PC component prices are absolutely fucked right now, but I wanted to just see how fucked they were. Uh, apparently, you can buy a CPU just fine. Here's a, um, a Ryzen 5 3600, $300. That's cool. Uh, let's go look at GPUs, though. So let's go into... This is the Australian GPU market, so you get to see even stupider numbers. Let's go to NVIDIA. Okay, so we got a 710. 710, yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, okay. 1660 for $600. Uh, 
No. Actually, let's order by price just to see how stupid this gets. Okay. Um, let's go at the $600 mark. <clears throat> okay, $780 for a 3060. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, at least you can buy a 3060. That's an improvement over what I saw earlier. Um, a thousand dollars. Do you want to pay a thousand dollars for a thirty sixty? A thousand dollars for a thirty sixty, not a thirty sixty Ti. That's still not worth a thousand dollars, but a, a thirty sixty. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's get even stupider. What is thirteen fifty? You want to pay thirteen hundred and. $59 for a 3060. Okay, here we go. $3070. $1,500. It gets really dumb at 3090s. So the cheapest 3090 is $3,000. That is more than I spent on my entire system. And the top, the top end one, the other... The water force card, that's, I guess, I guess it means it's also water-cooled. Is that, like, integrated water-cooling? That's kind of cool. $3,800. And the, uh, the AMD side is not better at all. <clears throat> Let's go to the AMD side. <sighs> go price low to high. You can at least buy some relatively okay cards. You want to buy, the, the highest-end card you can buy right now is a 580. $600, which is reasonable, I guess. Um, I don't know much about the AMD side. I've been paying too much attention to the NVIDIA side, but $1,400 for a 6700 XT. The highest M1 is only $2,600 this time. Wow, what an improvement. It's not $3,700, only $2,600. And it's in stock. I don't know how long that's going to be in stock for. GPU prices are fucked right now. So if your GPU dies, you are screwed. Because you probably can't buy one. I'll be fine because I have a, five, a 570 in here. So I'll just buy the 580 to be honest. I don't want to spend $600 for it though. I hope this system just lasts me until, the, <clears throat> until something happens where prices become relatively more sensible. There we go. Now it's back to yellow. Yeah, we've become relatively more sensible, but I did only buy the system last year, though, so I have no plans of upgrading it. And it's not like I'm trying to play the most modern games available, so I'm I'm fine. And all all the like regular system, the stuff I do on my system, I don't need more. I just want more. <clears throat> um, so I will wait. I will wait until GPU prices come down to something. At least resembling sense. They don't have to be MSRP. That's fine. But at least resembling a price that seems like there was some thought put into it rather than just trying to jack up the price as much as possible because you know people are going to buy them right now. Whether those be miners or gamers just trying to buy some sort of graphics card. <clears throat> and you can't even buy consoles at this point. Like, I wouldn't even care if the uh, the PC market was just trash, if you could at least buy the next-gen consoles and play games like that. But you can't, because the next-gen consoles are sold out as well. Because scalpers still be scalping in March. 
this is why I buy consoles like a year and a half after they come out. Hopefully by then, the PS5 will be available. I doubt it though. I don't know how long the silicon shortage is really going to last. It could go on for ages still. I don't know. <clears throat> um, we are pleased to announce that DTube has, uh, has a hard fork with the approval of all 13 leaders. Okay, DTube. No one cares about you. You're shit. DTube, not DLive. DLive actually is kind of cool. Nobody uses DTube, though. Because they upload... Or when you upload a video, it's, like, deleted in three months. Because they don't want to store footage. <laughs> which is dumb. Um... Oh, let's see. Ah, uh, no surprise there's been some, uh... Why would you post about that on Gaming on Linux? The um the main Liam Dor, the main guy behind Gaming on Linux, decided to post about RMS coming back on Gaming on Linux. And uh yeah. Apparently he's received fifty toxic emails from Zealots. It's what I expect of Hacker News. What what Hacker News are you talking about? Hacker News is a pretty pretty lefty place. Uh yeah, don't attack people, please. Like, if you if you disagree with someone, please don't, please don't attack people. That's a bad thing. Whether it's about RMS or anything else, just don't. Um, yeah, I think we're going to start wrapping. What is this? Wait. Try and buy a soda with Bitcoin. Bitcoin median fee $8.92. Bitcoin cash 0 0.001. Uh, of all, over half of all cash payments worldwide under $10. Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. I, I guess I'll mention that. You can now buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that actually. Tesla, Bitcoin. I'll also talk about this on the live stream tomorrow as well. Yeah. <laughs> Tesla, uh, Elon Musk reveals Tesla will increase 1.5 billion Bitcoin holdings, boosting the price. Bitcoin price. Wow, it didn't spike. I well, I would have expected it to spike when um when that was announced. Hmm. At today's price, that'll be two Bitcoin for a model a model a Tesla Model S. I think it's cool. Uh, um, Elon is very, very into the the general idea of crypto anyway. Not just memeing Doge, for example, um, which he's taken out of his bio, so I guess no one cares about it now. But it is cool that places like this are starting to accept crypto. I don't think crypto will ever be like a widely accepted currency. I'm not of that mindset. I'm of the mindset that crypto will always be an asset that people invest in, but regardless, I'm I put money into it. So whatever whether it ends up being a a currency or just an investment, the the end result for me doesn't matter. And I'm to YouTube, I'm not, I'm not suggesting people should go and buy crypto. So don't don't tell me I'm more talking about crypto. YouTube is very very iffy about you making investment advice. I'm not I'm not making any advice. I'm just explaining what I have done. <clears throat> yes. Um. Anyway, we will end off the podcast here.
Um, let's talk about a channel I want to shout out. Let's see what we have on my YouTube homepage. Um, we're having some fun here. Oh, that's actually, yeah, no, we mentioned that one. Oh, fucking nose. So, there is a really good channel out there. I think I've mentioned him before, maybe, called uh, JREG. Um, now, JREG is awesome. He makes political commentary videos, basically ma making fun of the idea of, like, both pretty much any side of politics, whether that be left-wing, right-wing, centrism, <laughs> everything you can think of, he just makes fun of everyone, and it's very on point. It is so fucking on point. Uh, I highly recommend his channel, and he is apparently on Odyssey. I don't know how long he's been here for. He's got almost 3k subs here, but if you're not subbed to him on Odyssey, do go and do that, because that that's cool. And Odyssey is massively growing right now. I am at a bit over 21k at this point, which is so fucking mental. And the podcast is at 16 and a half. I'm on the recent, <laughs> most recent one, the NASA's Seaman Rocket. I love the Seaman Rocket. The Seaman Rocket is so awesome. But yeah, um, Odyssey's growing massively, so... If you're watching this on YouTube, I highly suggest checking out an Odyssey, especially if you want to see the episodes before anyone else. Whether that be before the audio upload, it's always going to be on Odyssey first. I want Odyssey to be... I want, I want to give Odyssey some advantage. Plus, there's bonus content on Odyssey where basically I upload the, the sound check I do before the, the episode. Usually, it's just a bit of fun stuff that happens. Nothing too crazy, but... I like to have some bonus content there. I do need to do some um, some bonus main channel content for the for Odyssey as well. I used to do it, and I sort of stopped for a while, but I should start up again. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, go check out JREG. Go check out Odyssey in general. You'll probably find someone you like there. There's a lot of content here at this point. And, yeah. Um. So before I go... I would like to thank my supporters. So a special thank you too. I'm just delaying until I can actually get to my list. Chris, Joachim, Donald, Michael, Andrew, Nathan, David Montezar, Will, Brennan, Chico Bento, Jamie Joseph, Mitchell Peter, the Stephen Tony Tushar, and all of my $2 supporters. If you'd like to go support my work, there'll be links down below to my Patreon, Subscribestar, LibrePay, all that sort of stuff. I've got my podcast, which you're listening to right now, available on Odyssey. On that channel, I just showed you Tech Over Tea, and it's available on YouTube as well if you're listening to the audio version. If you are a video listener and you want to go listen to the podcast on the bus, it's available on basically any podcast platform in the world. And if it's not there, send me a message and it will be there. I think that's pretty much everything. I have a live stream to do in the morning. It'll probably be a Christar live stream because that's what normally what I do on a Friday. I don't know why I'm telling you this because the live stream will be a week ago by the time this comes out. And I think that's everything. I think it is. Yeah. Guess next. Oh, yes. Guess next week. Guess next week. It's probably going to be The Real Geek. I should have that scheduled. Um, I am also trying to get a guy called The Tech Hut on. Uh, he seems like a cool dude. He follows me on Twitter, which is cool. 
Um, I will DM him, try to get him on the podcast. I still need to get into contact with Lunduke again, get him to fucking respond to his emails. Um, and I'll, there's some other fun people I want to talk to as well. People I need to just DM, see what they'll say, and see if they'll do it. So I think that's going to be basically everything, and I'm out.